you right now. We're all a bit close, yeah. We look like we're not so close. We're look, however close it looks like we are on there, I guarantee. We're closer. closer. <laughs> it's closer than that. <laughs> Are we going to do it then? Well, yeah, I suppose. I've been wait- I'm waiting for you to start, well the start the show. Do you want to start the show? Might as well start the show because, hang on, what's your password again? Oh. A-P-S. It's going to be really... <laughs> so if anybody finds Neeks's uh, laptop, and if you want to borrow Neeks's laptop, that's what you that's put what in. That's what my password is. That's what you've got to put I'll in. I'll probably change it today. If you want change to. it to Adam. <laughs> if you do so feel. <laughs> oh, suss this. Check it out. Check it out. Check it out. I have pushed record. Shall we start the show? Let's, Let's start. start. Let's start the show. All right, we are brought to you today by HeyDimu.com. That's us. We have new merchandise in there. Well, it's not that new anymore, but if you got it, it would be a new one for you. We also have Projected Twin shirts available up at ProjectedTwin.com. Special thank you to our community members in our Patreon group. You can join our Patreon over at HeyDimu.com as well and get some discounts and some things. And if you would like to share us your hot memes, then... Yeah. If you would like to share with us your hot memes, then please join the Facebook community group from our Facebook page, Facebook forward slash Hey Dimu. This is the Hey Dimu Show, episode number one, two, nine. Look at that. Everybody has their own little... Uh, that's really cute. Look yeah. at that little names there. Look at all them little names there. Little family. Yeah. And there's a sneaky, because I didn't finish making it, there's a little Instagram hiding <laughs> back there. Yeah. Oh, what's that about? Well, that's just, there's old logo, and then there's new one, and um, probably should have been putting that together last night, but thought uh, we'd just do it just before we go on. That's heaps better. Yeah. Last minute. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This is Adam. You guys know Adam. From you got, well, you guys technically met Adam before mm-hmm. I met Adam. So I'm actually Adam yes. hasn't. Adam's not coming on a new thing. I'm coming in on a new oh, thing. Oh, how does it feel? <laughs> it's good. Welcome, Sean. Thank you. Aww. How does it feel? It feels. It feels good. It feels you good. Do you feel confident about that? No, it feels great. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm just like I really liked the show last week, mm. and then I was like, maybe I if maybe if I come on, I'll ruin it. You get FOMO, didn't you? I did get FOMO. I rang up a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you did ring up a lot. I did ring up a lot. Yeah. Yeah. You did. We have to say hello to people. We haven't done yeah, any of that yet. Anyway, I've forgotten how to do this. So, uh, yeah. hello, Carl. Hello, Rebecca. Hello, Kalana. Hello, Brandon. Hello, Avril. Hello, Rebecca. Hello. Red Wolf, hello. Wish to not be named. Those who wish to not be named, because people watch, but they don't let you know that oh, they're Kylie, watching. But he? they're around. G'day, Kylie. I only know that because someone said hello to Kylie. Yeah. So, um, in America, they recently um, have had the first ever child with three names on a birth certificate in the West. Three three men had a. I don't know how they had the child. I don't know if they adopted... I guess they adopted... Wait, I don't know if they had a three surrogate. Men. Three men. Yeah. And so, like, that's the first, like, officiated, like, thruple. Yeah. And now we're the second one. <laughs> There's this I one. I feel like we've made progress. Yeah. We have. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
<laughs> we made progress, guys. Yeah. And we don't have to stop here, you know? Like, it could just keep going. We could, we could, Can you like imagine? the Octo Mum. Like Octo Mum. Mm. Yep. I we could have Octo story. Love. <laughs> we could have an Octo Love together. I wonder where she is now. Um, she's probably busy. She's looking so after busy. all really busy. Far out. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine. I wouldn't want to imagine. Oh. I don't know how you guys do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> With two, well, you three. Know, I was writing myself a bio last night for this thing that I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And mine's like, I've got three kids and I homeschool them. And some of the, uh, uh, the other bios that I was editing was like, I've got a cat. And I was like, I what that's like. <laughs> just hanging out with my cat. And I'm just like, what is that? What's just hanging out with your cat like? You know? It's pretty good, actually. Well, it would. It's pretty good. I think uninterrupted cat time is the best cat time. I think one of the reasons, one of the reasons, well, it's kind of like, because before you have kids, before you have young kids and you have a cat, you just get to put a lot of attention into that cat. You really get to know that. Cat. cat. You spend a lot of time with that cat. And then the kids come along. And then it's kind of like, because the cat's, well, you love the cat. But it's kind of a hobby. <laughs> it's a hobby. Cats, keeping a cat alive. The cat's a bit of a hobby. It's keeping a hobby. It's a bit of a hobby. And yes. and what happens when kids come along? You give up a lot of your hobbies. Mm. Cat's one of them. The cat's one of the hobbies. It actually is. Mm-hmm. When we had our kids, we were like, why don't we get cats? Yeah. They shit and piss just as much as the kids do. Yeah. Does it always smell like they this? They always cry. Is this always the way it smells here? The cat's always crying at us. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> don't even know what they want. <laughs> they have to go palm it off to someone else. Just get out of here, cat. They do. Anyway. Oh, g'day, EJ. We're using your cards today. Yeah. Yeah. All right. We're going to talk about money today. We are talking about money. Speaking of money, that's one of the other reasons why I guess like cats are a hobby. Oh yeah. Because it's a hobby you don't really want to pay for like when 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 you have like relationships with other lives in the house that you're like, "Man, I have uh, sorry. I have to put this life before this one now. You've you're a hobby life now." Yeah. Yeah. You might, you might if I want to life. If you were to become unwell, and I was to have to turn my back on that. That would be like giving up surfing. Would it? Yeah. <laughs> You've never surfed, have you? No. Gave it up. Do you surf? I've surfed once. I was given a surfboard uh, by my friend Lockie. Yeah. But then I gave it away. How come? Because a guy that was in front of me, this, this uh, housemate of my ex-boyfriend, he was into surfing. And I was like, you should have the surfboard. Oh, it was like a... Like, compassionate give. Yeah. You need this more than me, man. But I went surfing once at Moana. Did you stand up? <laughs> I didn't stand up. No. So then I didn't not really surf. I, I bodyboarded on a surfboard. <laughs> on a surfboard, yeah. Yeah. I still think that's cool, though. But I always wanted to surf because all the kids at Sacred Heart, where I went, they're all into surfing. Of course they are. And so I wanted to be like the other guys. Yeah. Yeah. But you just went one time and you were like, nah, I'm not doing this. Not for me. <laughs> I did that once. I was like, yeah, like I'll be heaps cool. Everyone will like me if I'm, I'm, I can surf. Exactly. And then I went out and almost died. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I'm just going to try and do the splits instead. <laughs> Still can't do the splits. Didn't make any friends. But I really was convinced that if I knew how to do the splits, that I'd have more friends. Mm. I never found out. Mm. 
See, I never stood up surfing, but I think I would have been good at it. I did bodyboard a lot and I really liked it. And me and my friends did that a lot. But one of the main reasons that I like just didn't really pursue that was because I'd hear stories that like, if you didn't know, cause there's, there's They're rules. Newbies. If you're a new surfer. Yeah. There's rules mm. about like, you know, like mm. dropping in on people's waves and stuff. Yeah. And I just knew that I was never going to figure that out yeah. properly. And so I just never, I just didn't want to, it was too much. Yeah. I knew someone, I knew I was going to get attacked by someone and cry. for being a dork. Yeah. You would, there was like aggression in the waves. You, they do it. They're like, you should get out of my fucking way. Yeah. No, don't you drop in on me. Now that's not very peaceful for a, for a peaceful activity. That well, it's like being peaceful. a gaming noob. You're not allowed to be a gaming noob. What's How a gaming noob? What? I have no idea. Oh God. I'm not a gamer. Don't you call me a noob. That's a song. Um, a no- gaming noob. <laughs> gaming. Th- doesn't go like that. <laughs> How's it go? You do it. <laughs> Tell me how it goes. <laughs> Look, I can't do it because I'll do it so accurately. I'll trigger some sort of um, some sort of algorithm that will oh yeah that will try and charge yeah, us money or say that we use things that we don't have permission for. But That's it's probably safer if you sing it. Yeah. So a gaming noob <laughs> is a gaming kid who doesn't actually have like the skins and stuff yet. Like you don't have like your parents haven't given you like forty bucks to upgrade your Fortnite skin, or like they haven't given you any Robux to alter your appearance. You've lost. Mean. Yeah, I have no idea what any of that yeah. means. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is knowledge I gained from being a mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do you guys play Fortnite? I've tried. We did. We've dabbled. Yeah. We dabbled. Yeah. It's a bit boring. Is it? And it's we let the kids play, and the kids got bored of it. Oh. Well, yes and no. They just haven't really been playing it. Yeah. Even the big. It's one. not really on trend anymore, is it? No, I don't think, don't think so. I think sort of more things like. I can't think of well, there's a whole culture. There's a whole other culture of like game music. Yeah. So like music parodies, they'll do like like Coldplay songs, but they'll change the lyrics to be about Minecraft or whatever. And um, there was, you know, the um, song "We Didn't Start the Fire" mm. um, by Billy Joel. That's yeah. Billy Joel's song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, there's a cover, there was a song going around called Fortnite is Kinda Dying. And I was really? like, this is preemptive. Fortnite's not going anywhere. Surely it's not. But the song was not just parody, it was prophecy. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. that's something. I mean, if, if something's going to get that big, it usually dies down like Pokemon Go. Yeah. That was mm-hmm. mad. I mean, I oh. think that's still big, though. Still play I that. see mums playing that. Mm hmm. In the cafe I work at. Yeah. Yeah, they're like just when they're ordering coffee, they they have their phones up and they're maybe checking. Trying to catch you. Yeah. (laughs) It's going to catch an Adam Pokemon. (laughs) How funny. I didn't know people still played it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I know one of our friends does, but. Yeah. Like when I started playing Pokemon Go about a year ago, me and Leto started playing it and that was like long after like the main boom mm. had died down. I think there's two, I think there's two ca- like camps. I think there's people that um, like, there's like video game booms, mm. you know, like there's just like the biggest, everyone's doing it sort of thing. And then I think it dies down, but then there's like people that will always play it, you know, like Fortnite's probably yeah. not like trending or whatever at the moment, but there's like people out there that just got so good at it that they're just always going to play that game. Yeah. Yeah. Any one of us could pick up a controller and play Tekken just fine. Mm -hmm. Mm. 
like that. Yeah, the new game trend is Among Us. Among Us, yeah, yeah. So Kalana's just us. said the current game trend, as far as I'm aware, is Among Us, which is true because our kids only listen to video game music parodies. They don't really listen to anything else, and all of the songs are about Among Us now. Well, I think what's Among Us? Oh, well, so Among Us is kind of like oh um, I don't know how you podcast. play it, but it's kind of like a murder mystery. Uh-huh. You know how like one person is, is the, the murderer. is the what are they imposter? So one person's an imposter, mm-hmm. and then you got to like figure out who the imposter is. And, but it's mm-hmm. like a platform game, isn't it? Is it like a, is that what they call it? It's like a cute little old like styly. From above, should we should we have a look at it? Can, we how can, are you going to do we it? We can from have there? a look at it. Do you want to? Do you want to? Hang on. No, maybe, just, maybe I don't we can't think you can look, look at it. Hang on, I can show you one here. We can have a look on here. That's a lot of effort. It is a lot of effort. But I am wondering why you don't create music based around the games your children play to release, oh. to make money. Yeah. The topic of today. So Among Us, <laughs> Among Us is really impressed. I don't know if it's Among Us specifically, but there's this, there's these artists that the kids are starting to get into that are known for not doing parodies but writing original songs about games. Yeah. And there's this guy who wrote a song called it's like sneaky little imposter yeah and it is like one of the most well produced it's really well written it's really well performed it's so catchy it sounds like it just should just be on radio and it's got millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of hits but it's a song about this game Among Us, and no one really outside of Among Us is going to hear it. But like, it's a really good song. Mm. Yeah. Maybe we're going to have to redo it. Maybe because you've come up with a game time song. Yeah, it's called the screen time it's is over. Screen song. time is over. Yeah, it's time to. <laughs> it's time to turn off the, turn off the screens. Ah, uh, it's gone flat. He gets really. Oh. Yeah. Oopsie. Did you need that to be charged? Well, it's not urgent. It's not an urgency. He just comes up in here. He's like, I'll just Google it quickly. I'll just look at this. I'll just look at <laughs> we'll that. Just Google it quickly. So even when, I ha- even when I increase our capacity for technology, I'm still just as terrible a Google. So let's talk about money. Mm. Yeah. We ain't got none. Not today. Adam bought us coffees today. That's yes. how little money we have. He did. Yet I still feel like I am abundant. Always. Mm. Keep it's a mindset. It. It is. Isn't it? Money is a mindset? Ooh, yes. That sounds better. Did I sound better in your ears all of a sudden? We don't know. You or just did sound it sound louder. good the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> well, look, mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Look, there's great and then there's better than great. Um, yeah, we don't have any money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but how does that make you feel? Today, These days it really doesn't bother me that much. You get, you get this slight twerkiveness in the, in you. I get a little like rush of a little like uh, mm. a little f- shake in my boots. But you came from a family who were comfortable growing up financially. I never heard about. I never had to worry. Worry, you know. Mm. If my parents were ever worried about money, you didn't know. It never blew back onto me. Yeah. Yeah. Harlequin asked me just a few days ago. <laughs> Are we poor? <laughs> you guys Because we went, well, we went to, we had $17 in our bank account. That's got to, got to get us to tomorrow. Mm-hmm. So we went to the shop on Saturday. We went to go to the shop on Saturday. We hop in the car. Sean checks the bank. Minus $17. They took our $17. Canva. Yeah. Took our $17. I set up Canva the, on the wrong card. Yeah. And so we were like, okay. 
I guess we'll just go get the kids their chocolate bars. <laughs> so they had their own money. We went to the shop to buy chocolate bars. And Harlequin was like, are we poor? And I was like, no, we're not poor. We just don't have any money. Mm. Yeah. But I came from a very poor family where, like, my mum was a single mum and had all sorts of mental health problems and stuff. And so money was, like, something that I didn't see as... Although money, having money and people who had money were framed to me as cocky wankers. Mm-hmm. Like, you think you're so fucking top shit because you got money. And that narrative uh. actually caused me to be like, people who have money are wankers for a long time. Mm-hmm. But then... I ended up getting a $50,000 payout in 2019 for my victims of crime payout. Mm-hmm. If anyone has any questions, happy to answer those. But um, so we had $50,000 sitting in my bank account on my first day of uni. And that she called me up and it wasn't supposed to come into my bank account for about three months. And she called me up and she's like, oh, I've just deposited, you've just been deposited $50,000 into your bank account. And that was the worst few months of my life. I hated it. Trying to manage that amount of money. Yep. It really stressed me out. It was really hard because you have this fear of like trying to make the most of this chunk of money that you have. I'd never had that kind of money in my life. Like I've Mm. never earned over, for one year I earned 60 grand a year. Mm. That's all I did. That one job, full-time job I held. And I've been on um, Centrelink raising my kids and stuff. And so I've never had chunks of money like that. And so I had this chunk of money and the pressure of trying to maintain and hold on to that kind of money and trying to know where to spend that kind of money was like anxiety inducing. Mm -hmm. And everything, big purchase we made, made me feel like I was stepping further away from progress. Mm. It's really strange. My friend Stu, he had a car accident and he's just gotten a payout of 60 grand. And he's saying the same thing as you. He, he's stressed that yeah. he's just going to blow it all. Yeah, and he should. He probably should. Yeah, that's what I, that's what I did. <laughs> I did. We did, didn't we? Mm-hmm. We just. I was just like, look, we need things. Let's mm. just get rid of it as fast as we can. Well, there is a percentage of... It's a small one because it's a it's a pretty rare um, a, 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 a rare diagnosis. But there are a percentage of people that live on the street that actually have money. Yeah. It's that it's that the uh, that anxiety is so strong that they'd rather live on the street than spend anything mm. at the risk of losing all of it. Yeah. So they'd rather so live the, living in the fear. They'd rather live poor to stay wealthy. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so. It's been interesting for me to come from, like, my mom had different money priorities to what I've had growing up sort of thing. And then going and, like, Sean and I at some points, like, we had to do some questionable things to get formula back when our babies were young because we were trying to pay off a lot of debts and we were really broke and we didn't have access to, like, $40 to buy formula if we needed it. So we got it in other ways. Mm -hmm. And so, like, we lived like that where we couldn't afford formula and toothpaste because we thought we, it was more important for us to pay off these debts that people were nagging us for than to eat and feed our children. It was us? really weird. Yes, remember? Yeah. <laughs> remember that time? Hmm. Yeah, <laughs> those times. This is see. This is why. This is yeah. this is why we need Adam. Because Adam will listen to because me. Because at least out of the three of us, one of us will be able to maintain what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. And then we'll I can look over here and do this stuff. Yeah. Maybe it's just me and Adam. You yeah. can sit over there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So when Adam, so when Adam knows, like he didn't hear that, 
he doesn't know what's going on. Like, he, he can rescue me. <laughs> is that why he's here? <laughs> no, that's not Saving why the marriage. Yeah, <laughs> no, sounding board. No, Adam's here because we love him. So Adam was feeling in for me, and then I liked it so much that we were like, don't stop. Thank God. Yeah, you're not feeling in. You you're not feeling in for anyone. You have your own place Yay. here. Yeah, <laughs> your own place in our souls. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, because since we started the show, we started this. When we started this show, we started this show in a very different life than the one that we've found ourselves mm. living since the show has gone. So when we started the show, you know, I I was counselling. Mm. You were in uni. We spent a lot of time apart. We had lots of things outside of the house that we do. And then since, and that was before Corona. Mm. And then mm. when Corona happened, everything got shut down. Everybody got sent home. And then we used that as an opportunity to not really have to go back out again. So we, we adapted to do everything at home mm. and we've kind of maintained that. But in terms of doing this show, we don't really go anywhere very much if we, unless we don't have to and we definitely don't spend much time apart from each other so there's not really a lot of the world that we can bring to each other so it's just we need somebody from outside of this little ecosystem that we're in all the time yeah. to just like hey what's it like so tell us there? about the world out there a little <laughs> bit like? out of you know. <laughs> So how do you go with money? How do you feel about money? Do you have the abundance mindset or are you like a little bit? Good job. (laughs) I I do have the abundance mindset. I'm always saying to myself that I have everything I need and and that um, everything will be okay even if I don't have money. I actually am not afraid to ask people for money. Mm -hmm. I find that a lot of people are actually not keen on having to owe Mm-hmm. Did you have to develop that or you just, that's I the just mindset you always had? Yeah. Cool. Yeah. So was your family like that? Uh, well, they would just, if I needed something, then they would give it to me. Yeah. Um, I would pay them back usually, like my yeah, mother, if, if I could. But um, yeah, like I, I would go without sometimes. Like I didn't work full time for many years. Mm. So I would only do three or four shifts a week. And uh, so I would, I would barely have enough money for everything that I needed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was kind of self, self-imposed. Yeah. I could have worked more, but I didn't really want to. Like, it, it was mm-hmm. just too much for me. I, I'd worked so much for so many years that I needed some space to, like, figure out, mm-hmm. you know, or to just have fun with life, you yeah. know? Instead of having to work just to get some money, I worked so I had enough money and then I could play, mm-hmm. do lots of play, because mm-hmm. play is very important. And it's mm. sometimes or most of the time free. Yeah, That's it is. Thing. Yeah, nature, going to the beach, going to the forest. Mm. You don't have Walking to pay for the these city. things. What made Walking that? The what city. made that possible? What gave you the opportunity to give yourself that bit of buffer time? I guess I was in a relationship, right? And so how? Well, I I wanted to. Um, go overseas to visit my guru Mm -hmm. in Sedona, Arizona. Yeah. And so I got a credit card to go over there. And then I realized I didn't want to go over there anymore. I wanted to stop working Mm -hmm. as much. And so Paul supported me um, through uh, that period of time. I mean, like he he wouldn't pay for everything, Mm -hmm. but um, he'd support me with food and stuff if I didn't have any money. Yeah. Yeah. there, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
it was it, it was a really good time being able to do that but i i love working now like i i don't have any i'm happy to be working full-time now yeah yeah, like, yeah. it's yeah you it's love good. your job i you love know, it yeah I, you I always get little selfies from adam he's all yeah. happy at work i'm like i've never seen anyone so happy to be working in a cafe <laughs> do you think that's because you were you were fortunate enough to be able to have your current working situation be a, cho- a choice you made more so than a thing that you just had to do yeah. well i feel like it's something i have to do do now yeah um but like i i couldn't just not work mm. during corona like at the start of it i didn't work for like nine weeks or something but i had more money than i did before because of <laughs> the centrelink payments yeah mm-hmm. increasing yeah um, so that was really cool. And I got to get the $10,000 yep. from my super, mm-hmm. which was amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you printed off all those. Yeah, I went wild on you went, I was like, how, does, how do you afford a print of all of these pamphlets? <laughs> which we still have. To, it's just there. Yeah, I'm We're going to make that our backdrop. Oh, that one was cheap. Yeah, but yeah. still, it's that, that value. Oh, well, yeah. But we haven't put it up yet because we even want to temporarily put it up. We want to dog the corners and stuff. Yeah, we're, yeah, we're all into it. We're all getting yeah. into it. Um, but, but if you didn't know already, Adam is an artist and Adam does lots of art. And you can find it, if I click this button here, on his Instagram, at yyim1. Mm-hmm. Lots of art on there. And it's it's really evolved and developed over time mm. since we first saw it. I remember the... Um, you went through like a pixelation I did. phase. It was lots of pixelated imagery. Yeah, that was yeah. from the Instagram filter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So I've upgraded now since I've got a, a MacBook now and mm-hmm. I get to use Photoshop and there's so many more options than just <laughs> on Instagram stories. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, it continues to evolve endlessly. Mm-hmm. So but, where did your... Um, so interestingly, I uh, I grew up in an abundant life, mm. but with lots of financial stress, mm. stressed about money, mm. never really had to worry about money on a personal level growing up, but definitely somehow still managed to really develop a fear of Fear of money, fear of not having money, mm. and also, like you said before, like a fear of having mm. money. Yeah, mm. yeah. Like, how did you, how did you get so lucky? Where did this mindset come from? Who gave it to you? Where was this <laughs> developed? How, how, where are they? How do we find them? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I don't know. It, it just, I think because I did so much reading online about the law of attraction, and if you're thinking in certain ways you're going to attract that certain reality so i thought mm-hmm. well if i'm going to be thinking that i'm broke poor mm. well i'm going to be broke poor yeah so i i don't know i, I think it was just a, a natural progression of my spirituality mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah i mm-hmm. find that that's a thing um have you listened to abraham hicks yeah. Yeah. She has yeah. a lot to say about that sort of mindset. And yeah. I've only just started listening to some of her stuff. Abraham Hicks, for those who's listening at home. Rebecca yeah. Parker says, Adam's Thank Instagram you. is actually amazing. Actually amazing. It's actually amazing. It's actually You're is. amazing, Rebecca. Yeah. Yeah. Red Wolf says, this pandemic has changed my spending habits to the point that I hardly spend money. By the time it is safe for me to travel, I will be able to take a nice trip. <laughs> to Lovely. Australia, Red Wolf? Australia. Adelaide. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. I think there's more money comments up there. Mm-hmm. 
show up. So that's interesting. So in terms of the manifestation stuff, because I really was into manifestation as, mm. as well, mm. but I was always scared learning about <laughs> learning about like the power of manifestation would really motivate me. And I did some I really and still managed to manifest some pretty crazy stuff. Yeah. But my inner discussion with myself is so loud that mm. it would also make me like unable to stop looking or listening to the voice that's like I think it developed for me to this idea of like I I have everything I have like money in the tank now but something bad will happen and there will mm. never be any more yeah but I'm very opposite I've always been like You'll be fine, man. Yeah. We'll get more money. Mm. There's always more money. So there's never-ending money. Well, yeah. Why would you think that we can't... That's where I'm getting to this? now. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is this is the most, like, broke we've been for a while. Mm-hmm. And we're probably about this broke every couple of years. Yeah. Sort of thing. <laughs> it seems to be at this time every year. But I would always, I would always take it as this, like, indication that, like, well, you're... It's like this today because you've made so many mistakes mm-hmm. you know yeah. yeah but it's not no it's you you're like this because you made so many choices that meant that you gained other things by spending the money that you had well everything were, everything's an algorithm your whole life is this algorithm mm. you know or, or a wave signal you know like on off one mm. zero like connected disconnected binary we live in this dual existence then, you know so like like even the even the millionaires and whatever you know like they they were like way up and then they're way down you know like their way down would still be way up for for yeah. majority of us but this it's it's on off good mm-hmm. negative positive yeah you, know. you take it as a Sean takes it more as like a um, beat down of his ability to provide for his didn't family didn't prepare for this he didn't provide didn't I didn't have the right insurance because I was supposed to have the right insurances on this and that and that and that and blah 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 mm-hmm. and he come to me and be like we've only, we've only got like five dollars to such and such and i'm like "Ooh, a challenge <laughs> what can i make yeah and i will whip crazy things up out of nothing whereas sean g- gets into this like well used to more so less so over the past few weeks but into this like really funneled mindset of i can't provide rather than me and like i'm coming along going i can fix this i got i can make i can make mm-hmm. anything I've started. I've started adding the evidence together now. Mm. I've heard enough enough years at it where, like, I've my brain both sides of the argument because I'm always arguing. That's why it takes me so long to explain anything because I'm arguing with a part of myself that doesn't agree all the time. <laughs> um, and like, I feel like now both sides, the pessimistic and the optimistic side, have have finally come around to the idea that when I when we have no money. And when we have lots of money, which we fluctuate between regularly, I haven't done anything different either of those times. So it's not me. Mm-hmm. I didn't do it. It's not, you know, I didn't do anything more special to get money when we had it. And I didn't do anything less special when it's gone. And the reason it's gone is because, look, sometimes sometimes we're not super clever with it, but it's always going somewhere that's like worthwhile. Needed. It's important for the day. <laughs> really important I had that extra tarot deck. Yeah. <laughs> I had to spend my last $5 on coffee. Oh, and Red Wolf is now following Adam on Instagram. Thanks. We have a new follower. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mm-hmm. I have a question then for okay. you both. All right. 
how much money per year would you like? Mm. What I, would make you... I love spending money. What? I love expensive things. What do you like? Clothes. You buy clothes. Yes, I, I buy expensive clothes. I've seen that website you sent me. That's like oh, $200 yeah. for a shirt or I something. Know. I was like, what the... See, but the thread count, right? The thread count, the sustainability, the can, Australian made, the beauty of the Can I ask you a question about fancy clothes? Yes. Are fancy clothes easier to clean than cheap clothes? I don't know. I think it's the same. Mm. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Mm. But I've found that they break easy. What? The expensive ones? The expensive, or there's certain brands that I love. Because they're delicate? I think they're delicate or they're like a, a more natural, I don't know, mm. a natural fibre or something. And they know that you'll buy more. They're like, yeah. this guy's got money. Yeah. He gonna buy more yeah. when it got a hole in it. You should just fix it. I don't know how to fix it. Oh, wow. Is it more stressful wearing more expensive clothes? When you first get them, yeah. yeah. But then you get over it and it's all the same thing. Yeah. You know? yeah Tosh bought a Tommy Hilfiger jumper. Mm. Did you see when I bought that? A white? <laughs> he bought it. He spent his own money on a $180 jumper and he got home with it. And I was like, we talked about this, man. We said mm-hmm. no more white. Yeah. But fake black fades because he's always in the sun. He wears jumpers in the heat. I don't know. Anyway, so anyway, how many times have his, I? It's his, become a his real... jumper is so white it's oppressive. Yeah, <laughs> it's become like this real passion of mine to keep this jumper white. So he had two parties over the, during the night, and there's been like girls' makeup on it. It looks like there's blood on it. There looks like there's he stuck a beer in the front of it open, and so it's just filled. And I. So it's filthy. He doesn't drink beer. He doesn't drink beer. No. no. Uh-huh. Teenagers don't drink beer. Uh, it's been a, become a passion of mine to keep this jumper clean because I feel like it's a really good mum thing to do. I've never separated whites. Mm. I've never, I will not, I refuse to buy myself white clothes. I will not buy anything that I have to separate in the laundry. Like it, if it's needs washing, it goes in with towels and sheets. Mm. I don't care if there's piss on it or what. You yeah. get what you get. Yeah, equality, so, equality. This jumper. There ain't no special treatments for the whites in our house. Yeah, yeah. it's equal all the way around. But this jumper has been getting a special treatment because I just want to really like get his money's worth out of this mm. jumper. And when it's done, I'm going to dye it black. Oh, good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I want him to get the maximum use out of his ridiculous amount of money because I'm like, I would never spend that much money on a piece of clothing. You are insane. <laughs> but yeah, he insists on wearing it like every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've done pretty good so far. There's just one stain we can't get out. <laughs> Maybe dry cleaner. Yeah. That's yeah. More money. Mm. I'm just going to dye it black. He can spend on that. He's yeah, got, he'll just he's got more money one. than us he's now. He's got more money than us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes, it's become, that's my thing. I was like, what else expensive do you like to buy? Um, I like technology. Mm-hmm. I, I bought the new easy. iPhone recently Ooh. and then I, uh, I oh. sold it. What? <laughs> oh, yeah? yeah. Did you what? have? <laughs> because the Purchase camera wasn't skill? good enough. Right. What? The camera was really good, but it was like... The one with the three cameras on it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that makes me feel better about mine then. Yeah, it, it's... It was... I didn't see any difference. And Well, there is a difference, but it wasn't worth the $2,000 that I spent yeah. on it. Yeah. Yeah. So... So I got the X, right? The yeah. like iPhone X, which is just the standard like one camera one. You're convinced of this. I don't agree. You got the iPhone no. 11. No. And hers has two lenses. Mm. Yours had three. Mm. And... No. I felt like mine 
still took a nicer. Maybe I'm sure it wasn't as good a quality. Not as many you don't pixels. Have the maybe not the same amount of depth. It's a telephoto. The portrait mode. Oh yeah. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Oh, you do. Yeah, I still yeah. do. Excuse me. So I still have yeah. portrait mode. Keep your filthy words to yourself. <laughs> and so. Bless <laughs> <laughs> for me. But anyway, I feel like my portrait mode takes a better photo than oh, her wow. portrait mode, and hers is doing it with two lenses, and mine is doing it with one. I think it's just that the two lenses makes extra real, so it really mm. highlights all the flaws. Yeah. Yeah. But we would do the same <laughs> test. We'd like use the exact same lighting, put them in the same place, whatever. I think it's just. I think. I think. I think I'm just a, mine was better. I don't know, man. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But they're all the same in the end. Yeah. Like yeah. besides the camera, they all have the same features. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm selling this. I think the same process and stuff as well. I'm not sure. And then you got to use it, and then. Yeah, I got to use it a little bit, it. Mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, not for me. You should do that with everything. Buy all your fancy shirts, wear them a bit, and then sell them on. Yeah. People do that. What was the... It was like $2,000 phone, right? Yeah. 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 Did you sell it for 2000 1600 That's all right. Yeah. How much? Yeah. How long did it you use it? It was a $400 test. Yeah. 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 Worth it. Are you a tech, kind of tech kid? You always been like... Yeah. Tech, yeah. I got the, the first iPhone, and mm-hmm. I was so excited. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Mum. Oh, your mum got it for you. <laughs> yeah. I can Sick make mom. it like a lightsaber. What was <laughs> the first lightsaber. iPhone like? It was like rounded on the back, mm-hmm. like a. Um, it was really oh yeah, small. It was. Well, that was the that was the iPhone 3G, mm. but just before that, the 3G? iPhone. 3G. Yeah, the iPhone, oh. the original, the iPhone before that one, it was it was black and white on the back. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. They're very like the very original one. I remember it was 2007. I was in the Hard Rock Cafe, and um, Hard Rock Cafe was like where all like the fancy rich people would come. And there was like a car park, but if you had like a Maserati or a Lamborghini, you just like bung it between the two big guitars out the front and nice. just sort of stroll in, sort of thing. So you'd always see like if there was new technology, you'd always get to see somebody with it. And I remember someone came in with. We've been hearing oh. about it for years. There it is. iPhone. He's got an iPhone. Oh. Whoa. What year did they come out? I think 07. Mm. Yeah. When did I get one? When I got you one. Yeah. From the Telstra shop. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Job I got fired from for spending too much time at her house. What do you mean? Well, because... He was such a doofus. Yeah. He called in sick from the work SIM card. Yeah, I'd, I'd pinched a SIM card. Because he couldn't afford to text me. Yeah. <laughs> so he used the work one. Even though I had a full-time job, <laughs> I was living with my parents. I didn't know what I was spending what money on. What were you on. doing with your life? On? I had a lot of debts. A lot of debts. You did of, have a lot of debts. A lot of companies coming after me. We ended up money. on my budget after that. But you had debts too. We just put our debts together. It's romantic. Mm-hmm. What's my budget? I know my budget's like advertised everywhere, but oh, yeah. what would ha- you would just take all of your credit card debt? Everything there. Yeah. Yeah. So you take the everything that you have to pay for, everything that you're getting paid, you send it into them, and that your money goes to them every week or mm-hmm. whatever, and then they pay everything out into what they think you should can afford. Yeah. But we'd set up a pretty like stingy arrangement where we only got like forty dollars a week from of our own income from them. Yeah, so you'd sit side. down with like an advisor. It was you would pay I think I think it was like forty something dollars a week. Something like that. Thank you. You'd pay like <laughs> I think you had to pay like nearly two grand up front sort of thing, but you wouldn't have to pay that. They'd like drip feed that out of your account sort of thing. And you basically put 
if you're in a couple or single or whatever, you put all your money into this one place and then you'd have like a team in like a call center of financial advisors and stuff that would like go through all of your finances, all of your bills, all of your debts with a fine tooth comb. And then they'd make out like a 12 month plan. Um, And you could have this forecast. So like you could log in and you could at any point see like, okay, at this rate in a year and a half, this debt will be gone. And then our like um, Mm. spare money will go up this much or whatever. And you'd have to, they'd give you um, a allowance. allowance for food and then they'd give you like an allowance for just like whatever money Extra sort of thing. Spending. And I, th- I think... Wait, so you handed all your money over to yeah. them? All to them. That's weird. All yeah. to but them. it works? Yeah. It, it did. It did work. So it helped us live on a very, very tight budget. Yeah. And we were living in a false economy then as well because we were living at my parents' house and they weren't charging us rent. So we didn't have rent to pay. And so even with that aside, we still... Like, we would get our grocery money, which was also pretty, like... Look, Sean's a big eater. There's a lot of snacks going on at that. A lot of snacks. A lot of snacks. But they still weren't weren't giving us a lot for for groceries and stuff. So, like, you had that peace of mind of knowing that everything's being paid because they would pay everything directly. And then they would also negotiate on your behalf with creditors and stuff Mm. and set up arrangements or whatever. So, so you didn't have to deal with the stress. So, you didn't have to deal with that, yeah. But you would have to... If something came up or you needed something or whatever, you'd Birthday have to presents you'd have stuff. to call them and ask them like, "Can I have twenty dollars?" Sort of thing. Like, no. And then they would go through their thing and be like, "Look, I you can because they can't tell you what to do with your money if you ask for it. <laughs> they're going to give it to you, but they're like, we're going to have to bump this, and then this payment's going to be a week behind, and you might have to call." Do you get interest on them? Uh, like, do, you, do you pay interest? To them? To them. They pay... So you pay the upfront thing to sit down and get your plan, like your 12 months sorted out. But then I think you had to pay them like $40 a fortnight or something Mm. like that just for like administrative stuff. But Um, they probably made But they were pretty cool. Like, so if you were in trouble, they would always put their payment last. So like if you Mm. needed an extra 40 bucks or things were going to blow out or whatever, they'd be like, okay, well, we're going to stop our payment that you give us for like a month or something like that. Or They actually ended up paying me back $147 after we left them for my birthday. Mm -hmm. Because I randomly owed us money. I was like, thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't, in the end, it didn't end up being any less stressful, (laughs) but there was a whole team of people helping us manage it so that was a bit better you gained and you yeah. lost yeah but then we got barefoot investor that's yeah. changed a lot Have you I, also a barefoot think, investor? Never I also don't think you're supposed to be i think if you had more money <laughs> my budget would have probably been like a better service if you weren't in the same hole that we were in we were pretty far down in a hole and we didn't have a lot of money coming in so yeah i think i think if it worked for us It'd probably work. definitely work for so some of people. Money. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that was something else I just was going to say. It's gone. Mm. Carry on. Mm. Um, mm. One, th- one thing I've noticed about money is that um, all you have to really do is know that you need it. Yeah. You don't really have to worry so much about, like, how you're going to get it. Mm. I don't you know. Just, how do you think it uh, affects you mentally? 
We were, talk- we were talking about something kind of cool yesterday. Sean said, I can't remember how you brought it up, but we were throwing around the idea of how, like, some families who migrate over to Australia, like, um, they'll all live in the same house. They'll put all their funds together, like a whole family, and they'll, uh, mm. as they grow up, they'll get the, the teenagers or whatever will contribute to the house, right? And then so you can buy your own place with your family. And then Sean and I were like, well... What if we can do that? And then when Tosh gets old enough, he can help contribute to us buying a house. So then when we have, we will have mm. enough equity and have enough backing for us to be able to help him buy his house. Mm. And then we'll be able to help Harlequin and Leto buy their own house. Mm. Yeah. Because imagine not having the stress of having a home to live in. Yeah, so like some some Asian and some Middle Eastern cultures and families and stuff, everybody that lives in the household will pay off that household together. And then, but they'll just keep doing it, and so then like they'll do it in order of like oldest sibling to youngest sibling. So, we'll, we we're all working to contribute to own this house. Mm. And then we're going to do that again, and then we're going to own another house, and that'll be for the oldest kid, and then we'll keep doing that again. And even when they move out, yeah, what happens when they move out? Well, I think when they move out, they're still they're doing this. They paying for their rent and all of that. Well, they're they're mortgaged, so they get mortgages instead. So I think I th- I th- again, I don't really know, but in Australia, at the way it is at the moment, I think I think the more houses you own, the easier it is to own more houses. Mm. So that monopoly. Yeah, mm. so then you like they, they were like negative gear, mm. their their houses or whatever, like losses and blah blah blah, and just you know just just transferring different um, and I guess shit around. you sell them. Yeah, we well, can do, but anyway. So, well, instead of getting a new mortgage, I think they just add on to the mortgage that they've already got. But everybody keeps contributing. So if you've got, say, um, say in our, uh, in our situation, you've got a husband, a wife, and you've got three kids. So then everybody that can work in the household is working. So if only one of the teenagers is old enough to work, then you've got like two adults and a teenager and they're all contributing to the, either getting the mortgage for mm. this one house. And then once they've got that mortgage, and then I guess also if you've got more people contributing to that, you can probably get a better deposit, mm. a smaller mortgage payment, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then add another house onto that mortgage. So the family is always owning, like I guess the head of the family, the parents, it's probably their name on all of the houses sort of thing. But then you'd have to have a pretty trusting relationship with your mm. kids and your um, your yeah. kid-in-laws or whoever else is involved or whatever that, you know, you, they would probably want to see you draft up a will that says, you <laughs> yeah, know, like, this is my house. you get yours, this one, blah, this one, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But, yeah, they just sort of keep doing it. So they even, so, say, if the if your son or your daughter move out with their partner or what, however they want to um, do it, whatever the situation is, move out with a friend and maybe yeah. the friend that moves out with them is going to pay some rent or something like that all of the money is still going into the same mm. pool not all of the money but the money related to the place that they're living in all goes into the same pool so yeah. like i think the quality of a house you can get in the mortgage and stuff if you're building up this this uh, portfolio. portfolio as a family you know, it's, yeah. you know, I think it gets, I think it gets easier the more that you build it as opposed to like, okay, we, 
me, mum and dad, we've got ours. Good luck. Go and get mm. yeah, yours. Yeah, and that's a that's a real cultural thing. Like, there's it's 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 a strange culture to be like. Now you go out. You're 18. Get out there and go struggle. Mm. I don't want my kids to struggle the way that I did with money because that was one of the greatest stresses to being a single mum was where my income was going to come from and the pressures of getting a job to top up the income that I wasn't mm. getting so that we could have a better house. Mm. But I could only afford a certain standard of living. And plus I had addictions and stuff that were expensive. Mm. So, you know, it, 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 that didn't contribute well to my environment and mm. my situation. And our environment changes everything about who we are. Mm. And so if you're living in these conditions that you're just not happy in because you're not making enough to just eat while you're living in that house then it just seems pointless and con- what's the word like conductive the opposite to that to yeah the being a human mm. it's so strange well, I don't, basic I don't living even, it's just basic living we kind of still like and a lot of i think mo- a lot of people still kind of find themselves in a similar position culturally it's just the connotation that goes with it that's different so i think in some cultures it is uh, it is more accepted and more expected that families will be involved with each other and help each other out financially more. And I think the same thing happens here, mm. but the way we think about it is different. So, like, when I turned 18 and um, took my life by the reins sort of thing, I was still supported by my parents mm. and my family a lot they helped me out a lot financially yeah for, your mum and dad helped us until we were like 25 yeah you know like uh, up and uh, still less less than less than five years ago i don't know anyway like we still got help he thinks he's 30 it's funny 35 yeah, I don't <laughs> that's know. 10 years man anyway they still helped us <laughs> just they still helped us just in the same ways that i feel like these other cultures we're talking about mm-hmm. but the way I took it in, which I think is a cultural thing, I don't think it was anything that my parents put on me, just something that I picked up from the society that I live in, mm. was that like them helping me isn't a nice thing. It's a nice thing of yeah. them to do, a shit thing of me to need. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? That yeah. Just because we're adults now that we don't need anyone, we don't need our parents' support, financial support and stuff. And it's like, well, that's kind of like, just doesn't make sense to me Mm. like i struggled so much and that was so detrimental to Mm -hmm. my growth and Mm. mental development as a young woman yeah just trying to survive well like you said before when you were saying that you never really um you 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 don't stop yourself from asking people for Mm. money if you need it Mm. because you realize that that's not a bad thing to do Mm. but i think that we have a lot of us have ad- adopted this idea that it's so bad to ask anyone mm. for money. Or to That's owe a really someone bad something. Thing. Yeah. Yeah, to be indebted to mm. someone is like this horrible thing. Why do we do that? Yeah. Well, that's because everyone used to be out for themselves. Yeah. It? And how did you overcome that? I still haven't. I don't know. I I actually don't know. Mm. I, don't, there, I don't think there was some kind of like defining moment it's where it happened. Weird. Maybe it was just always like that. Mm. Um... I don't know. Like, I remember I was, 
I was going to Melbourne once and I thought I was going to go live over there. And so I was asking all the neighbors for money. <laughs> How old were you? I was like 23 or something. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. How cute. And a few people did give me money, like $20. Um, did but, you tell them why? Were you like, yeah. I'm going to Melbourne and I need money to get there? Yeah. That's cool. And, but I had one grumpy old German guy. Um, he was like, what are you doing? You're just a hippie. You need to work and earn your money and all of that. Because that made him feel better. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. The, the, I think money is something that we should all share. And so. what I find weird is that people are so secretive about their money. They are. Mm. They don't, like, you're not allowed to ask people. No. Like, my dad what? would never tell me anything about his money situation. My mum, on the other hand, she loves to brag about her money situation. Because oh, really? <laughs> she, she never had money growing up. Yeah. And then she's got a great job now where mm -hmm. she earns lots of money and yeah. is able to, um, you know, support herself. And she just bought a house. Yeah. And, oh, cool. But, um... Yeah, it's it's funny how people were so different with sharing the information of how much money they have. Yeah. Because I, I guess maybe they're scared people were going to ask them for money. Do you find it's an older generation thing that people... Because I've found that a lot of the older generations like are very secretive, not just about money, but you don't ask about feelings. You don't mm. ask actually how you're actually going. You don't... You, there's all these subjects you're not allowed to talk about. Mm. And I think that our generation has allowed for that openness and exposure in all areas. And mm. Like, Sean and I will be happy to talk about mm. how much money we do or do not make sort of thing. Although I still feel funny, like, if I'm um, if I'm waiting in the line at, uh, at Audi or something like that and uh, mm. I need to quickly transfer some money onto the right card or whatever... I do feel like I don't want anyone to see what's in my account sort of thing because I don't want them to be like, oh, wow. Like. Yeah, I used to get really embarrassed about putting things back and asking, because yeah. like, mm. I've had to do that a lot. <laughs> yeah. um, but now I don't care. I'm mm. just like, you guys will wait for me because you've probably done this heaps of times and you're not going to rush me. And I'm not going to feel bad because I can't afford these rice bubbles. You should feel bad that I can't afford these rice bubbles. Buy me my rice bubbles, please. Mm. I don't look down on anybody else if they don't have money, though, which is... No, you, you don't. Know, mm. and, and I find one of, the reasons, one of the reasons why when I do have money that I don't have it for very long is because I like giving it away. Mm. Yeah, give it away a lot, especially money, if I've got like cash spending. on hand. If I see a homeless... I'll, I'll, I'll give people, homeless people 50s and 20s and whatever, and then, like, in the back it. of my head, I'm like, uh... I need that. Like, that, that could be, like, a weak change... Like, a really weak changing $20 for me in a couple of weeks, but, mm. nah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Other people need it more than us, you know? Well, yeah. Yeah, You know, they do. I really didn't do th that much to get it, if <laughs> I think about it, really. No, you just use your talents. Bit yeah, rough even then, you, sometimes, sometimes, sometimes I don't even have to do that. No. Yeah. But you guys never answered me about how much money you want. Mm. How much would you live? How much more... more Per week, would you like to live more comfortably? I'd love a lot of money, <laughs> like as much as I could possibly get. Yeah, because millions, millions. Yeah, definitely. What would you do with it? I would, um, well, I just you know make fun situations mm -hmm. for everyone around me. Yeah, including myself. Like, yeah, just uh, go on holidays, <sighs> uh, give gifts. Um, I don't know, just 
spend it on art. Mm-hmm. Um, you have an exceptional studio. Exceptional studio, yeah. And I don't know. I don't think I would donate it to certain causes. Yeah. I would more just spend it on my community. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Because your community's environment is just as important mm. as everyone else. Yeah. Start if yeah. you're starting at the centre. And then growing outwards. You know that thing where I was thinking about yesterday when I was touching two incenses. One was lit and one wasn't lit. And I was forcing them together. (laughs) And the other one caught in fire. And I was like, that's what community spirit is. That's it. (laughs) She was just watching me stick these two sticks together. I was like, look at that one lit up. (laughs) Cool job, Nix. And what about you, Sean? I think same thing. I think that... uh, I would like I would like to have a hundred grand a month mm. on a hundred grand a month mm-hmm. 1.2 million dollars a year I would just like to I would just like to I don't and I don't think anything would change anything in my life would change except for the fact that you live in a bigger house I would just never have to uh, I feel like that amount of money is um, Do you think it'd get boring no I don't think so because I think we'd still do the things that we're I'd still doing. do all the same things. Because we think. do these, for, mm. everything we do is f- technically for free. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Technically, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like we, all of the things that we spend a lot of our time on, like this podcast or like me doing music or you doing the APS or like any of the stuff we do, doesn't directly make any money, but it opens doors for opportunities to make a decent amount of money here and there and there, you know? So I can make, through the things that we do, I can make a lot of money in one day, Mm. but I don't, I don't make a weekly, we don't make a weekly or monthly income from this stuff but we get an annual income overall because doing since doing this i get to play better gigs or you know she gets offered other opportunities or whatever you know and so like the this this we invest in things that create opportunities to make rare amounts of money that we Mm. normally wouldn't have been able to make yeah um and i don't think would be any different it would just mean like i think i would just be way more generous We would buy coffees. We would have yeah. ordered them to that house. We would have bought coffees for the street. I would yeah. just, I, I would get a little. I would pay for a little like truck to pull up out the front of the street, and then I'd get up at six in the morning and I would pass coffees to everybody in their cars on their commute on the way. Have a good one. In the corner. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, like I'd, I'd be like, you know what? I'm feeling like uh, maybe this weekend there should be a bunch of water slides in the reserve oh over God. there. You know, and Let's just. Have a party at the reserve yeah 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 or like you know a fire engine would show up and spray like bubbles everywhere wow (laughs) do you ever do that when the fire brigade would come and then they they do huge bubbles everywhere no oh man comes from abundance. So cool. Abundance. (laughs) when i was a little kid at the um uh what's it called Campus, the Aberfoyle Park Primary School. I used to go there. Yeah. The hub. Yeah, the hub. That's high school. Um, And they had like a school fair one day and then like a fire engine showed up and they did something to the water hose that they had like soap in it. Mm. So as it was spraying out, it would just spray like bath bubbles and they had a huge oval full of bath bubbles. Heaps of people had like black eyes and stuff because like sliding into each other. (laughs) You know, know, the thing about that whole story, the thing I'm thinking about, that would have been annoying to clean up. Mm. Like for the firemen, trying to get all the bubbles out of the hose for their next fire. Mm. And they're like, fucking bubbles. 
balls. Um, in the comments, would you please tell us how much more money per week or month or year you would like and what we would do with it? Well, Brandon's on a know? $20 a weekly allowance. He's been on that for the last nine years. Dude, you need to what speak, do you do with that? You need to speak to your broker, Brandon. You need to speak to your manager. Um, sorry, Brandon's mum. Uh, Avril said that a week... A week she would like five hundred pounds. Five hundred pounds a week. Dollars a week. Uh, I think that's like seven hundred and fifty dollars a Ish. week. Yeah. That's it on top. Mm-hmm. I think that sounds pretty reasonable. Mm-hmm. So over the coronavirus, we were getting an extra. I was getting an extra five hundred dollars a week, mm-hmm. and that changed a lot. It made a big difference. And that's not a lot of money to mm. a lot of people. Yeah. But five hundred dollars a week meant we could eat. In yes. any which way we wanted yes. to, like we we did we like we did get Uber Eats and stuff, but didn't everyone? Um, we were supporting our local. <laughs> we provider were supporting clearly. our local restaurants, but no, like that five hundred dollars a week gave us this tiny little bit of quality of life that we were just not used to, mm. and we did get used to it. And then they ripped it out from under us, mm. and we're going what, to the what shop. What do you think of that? What do you think of the? Because it's below the poverty line. It is. I have lived on this income for so long like since tosh was born i've been i was on the single parent payment from the day he was born i'm now on um Oz study as a student and and i'm a homeschooling mum so i i don't have to look for work so it's kind of nice somebody actually asked me on instagram about that um when you're in south australia homeschooling is considered work yep because it goddamn is. <laughs> and if they asked me to go get jobs, I'd be like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> um, but the amount of money and the income that I've had, which has only been anywhere from, what, seven fifty a week to $500 a week for the last 15 years, mm. that hasn't changed the opportunities that I have made for myself. Mm. It's not about... Like, it's about your mindset. And my mindset was always, like, I've got far more than I ever had before. Mm. Like, I have far more access to more funds than I ever had and support and blah, blah, blah. So it's not about the money. It's about the people that are around you rather than the people giving you the money. Mm. And so a lot of people are like, it's below the poverty line, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I get it. Mm. And I don't know why my situation is any different. And the only thing I can think of is that mine's mindset is just different. Mm. I'd be happy to be keep getting that small amount of money, but mm. I know that I have to make more and that I have to take more opportunities to make that happen. It depends yeah. on what addictions you have. So Yeah, um, and that's the thing. We have addictions, but we were just lucky to back the types of addictions <laughs> that haven't had their taxes increased repetitively <laughs> on a weekly basis over the same period of time. So... Like, if if I was still... Although my addiction to pain meds that came from the chemist did get expensive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have them anymore. So I'm mainly talking about cigarettes. Like, the price of cigarettes is insane. That's not my Insane. Yeah. And so, like, the amount of cigarettes that... If if you are a smoker and you and you've managed to smoke this the, regularly the same amount on a weekly basis, as the years. year goes by, you're consuming the same amount of cigarettes, but you're just paying a lot more mm. for it. You know, so like when I was working at Smoke Mart on Wednesday on Pension Day, the large numbers of people would come through no longer um, and get their cartons for the week, sort of thing. And sometimes they drop five hundred, six hundred, eight hundred bucks a week on cartons. That was before you and I got married. So if you were buying the exact same oh. cigarettes now, it might you might drop well nearly two thousand. grand mm. on the same on the same thing. And so like man, they've like, like they got no 
no yeah. money. You'd have nothing left job. after that. But I'm I'm Recently. I'm 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 addicted to things that are killing me just as much as that. But uh, the government isn't penalising me for like McDonald's chocolate for doing those things. So like we we're kind of in this little <laughs> bubble where we've just we we've just been lucky enough to um, have the same vices and like we've just gotten I think you you grow to the size of the tank that you're in sort of thing so we've managed to make this amount of money work and anything more than that kind of helps out a bit like mm. even when I'm was gigging full time when gigs were mm. re, um, really good here and they're starting to come back now but I would only ever be able to gig enough to replace what I was getting from Centrelink so when I came off of um, job Seeker, is that the one? JobKeeper is the oh. one that's finishing that today. Last JobKeeper mm-hmm. payment today. Sweet. Yeah. Best go spend that on our bills. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna have to sing in more pubs again now. Yeah. Um, JobSeeker. <laughs> so I managed to get off JobSeeker for a year before Corona happened, and yes. then had to go back onto it. But it was the exact same amount of money. Yeah. 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 So whether whether I'm getting a lot of work or, or not, or relying on the government, it was the same. Pay. Yes. Mm. Yeah. I guess that's the real kicker in it. Yeah. That's um. There's some people talking in the comments. Brittany, so we we're going to move near Brittany because she says that um they got a few close friends in their circle that they kind of share between and when times are tough, money, vehicles, home cooked meals and whatnot, they share the abundance. I love that. Beautiful. Yeah. I like that. Creating like little communities. Let's go all live on a commune together. Shari just wants two thousand AUD a week. That'd be enough for us. If we had two thousand bucks a week, we would have we would have exactly what we need. It we wouldn't have much left over. I have been looking at only feet. Yeah. I have been researching selling my feet on the internet. <laughs> I don't care who wanks off of my feet. Uh-huh. Like, you go yeah. nuts. Avril says that... Someone's got to do it. <laughs> Avril says that she would help out her folks get their... Uh, she would she would help out my folks. She'd get her own place and uh, try out streaming without the need to earn money. Mm. Yeah. This is the thing. And so people are like, like they, they're like, oh, if, I, if I had more money, then I could do the streaming. Mm-hmm. Do it now. Yeah. What's stopping you? Well, that's one of the things that they found out in the experiment. So there are some places in Europe, I believe, where they they trial tested uh, universal basic income. Mm. Um, and so I think first they did a survey. So they surveyed everybody and it was pretty all over the place. Some people were like, uh, you know, if you had a basic income of this much and you had a choice whether you wanted to work or not, and you would still get this income anyway, what would you do and, and what do you think other people would hmm. do? And so about a third of the people were like, well, I think that people would be lazier and about a, another mm-hmm. third of the people would be like, I don't think it would be any different. And another third of the people were like, well, I would start this business I've always mm-hmm. wanted to start yeah. or blah, 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 and whatever. And so then they trialed it out in an area and they found that like it was about a third, third, and third. Some, mm-hmm. A third of some people were lazier and chilled out a bit more some other people's lives didn't change at all and other people just worked harder because they felt like they had permission to work on the Mm. thing they'd always wanted to work on yeah and that's kind of like that's like that it always comes back to cannabis doesn't it but like (laughs) yep to me it does in in california they haven't had an increase in youthful youth using cannabis Mm. because it's legalized it's not gone up. 
The yeah. people who will do it will do it. Mm-hmm. The people who won't won't. Mm-hmm. In the same way that that's the reason that there are people on jo- like on job net new start is it new start job, job seeker job seeker. There are people on job seeker who have been on job seeker their whole lives. But there's other people who, like you could go on job seeker. We could go on job seeker and not work, but we choose to do other things. Mm. Just in the same way that those people will if you have a basic income. Mm. Mm-hmm. Smart. Yeah. Sean, where are your glasses? Oh, yeah. He stopped wearing them. Everyone oh, yeah. in our house gave up on their glasses. Well, the glasses... See, it's a tough one because the screen is far away from me. The glasses are for close-up screen use. What about further away screen use? Maybe mm. I can read better from a distance. All right, Ava said, I quit smoking because I could not afford it anymore and did not notice a difference with my funds. Yeah, so were you spending the money that you were spending on cigarettes on other things to fill the void of smoking? That's probably what I'd do. Mm. I'd, like, replace the cigarettes with, like, snacks. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say heroin, but I feel like that's probably a step in the wrong direction. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's really painful, you know, letting go of the cigarettes. Um, Somebody said, I did bring up before, the Barefoot Investor. The Barefoot Investor, yeah. Yeah. You don't know about Barefoot Investor? The Barefoot Investor, do you know what he does now? What's he does now? He does free financial consulting for people in need he mm-hmm. doesn't even like get paid for it he's just like doesn't need people it. need it he doesn't need he's it he's going to live off that book for the rest of his so life so you now. should explain barefoot investor because you're the one who implemented it into our life mm-hmm. and even though we still loosely live by it it has changed the way we spend our money and the associations we have with spending money yeah it's not a it's it's a it's a money psychology training, yeah. training you with the psychology of money, the relationship you have with money, the relationship you have with... Spending the money. Yeah, so he finds ways for you to, um, like, you know, it's not so much like invest in this and and do one of these and this sort of, like, fixed rate or whatever. And that sort of stuff is mm-hmm. in there. Like, I know, more, yeah, yeah. I know more about the financial institutions than I used to know through yeah. his book, but... That's not really what he's training you to do. I think those sort of things are more so in the book so that you feel like you have confidence that he actually understands the thing that he's talking about. But I don't even think you really need Where that did he start? either. He started out... So he's all... I think he's always been involved in finance and investment yeah. and portfolios and stuff like that. But he... I think, long story short, he, they had an apple orchid yeah. and they had a huge fire... Or there was like a thunderstorm or something like that. And anyway, his his farm got totally wiped out. to the ground. Yeah. And he was prepared or he wasn't prepared. He wasn't. I'm not sure if he was, but he managed to get themselves out of it. You know, like it was a really like devastating loss. They lost everything. Lost everything. They had insurance and all that as well, but it was um, just... It was a natural disaster, so they can't fix that. Yeah, and, yeah. Don't know the, the details too much, but anyway. So he talked about how it wasn't a specific plan or, mm. or skills that got them out of the situation, but a mindset and a relationship that he had with money. You know, so in a situation like that, I guess because it was extreme, what they went through you would naturally in the anxiety of that be like oh my god every single little penny we get from now on is going to be just us trying to get back to where we were were, you know so we're we're so far behind which means that for however many years it takes for us to get back there we're never ever ever going to have 
money that doesn't belong somewhere else already. Yeah. But he maintained his his relationship with money in that no matter what, no matter what situation you're in, you still got to keep your relationship with money like good a, mm. a healthy relationship with money and a part of a healthy relationship with money is having money to just do whatever the hell you want with regularly yeah you know so like the increments might change so he, it, it basically the we're still only like in the first quarter of the grand scheme of this book's plan you're still in the, we're still trying in to get the more phase money. one you know growing your growing your pots your sort of thing we're still in the pot growth thing but he basically just gets you to split things up into four ways you have uh was it 60 percent of your income is for daily expenses so like bills food um and stuff like that necessities then 10 percent is for whatever the hell you want that's splurge you know and like you just you have a separate card for that. Yeah, you have four mm-hmm. four different like two, four different cards, four different accounts, and you put these little stickers on your cards. So you've got this one card that you know, like if there's money on here, okay. don't have to ask anyone's permission. That doesn't belong anywhere to anything. I can just mm-hmm. spend that. So you get used to having this flow of money. So uh, so sixty percent for your daily expenses, ten percent for splurge, another ten percent for um, like saving up for something that will just make you happy it doesn't have to be something that you need just something that you want and then 20 percent uh in like fire extinguisher so that's for saving up for things you need like if you need a house deposit or you need a car or you need you know fix your fridge fix your fridge or whatever but then you also have a fifth account off to the side which is like a like a high interest saver account that you don't have a card attached to that you can't access easily that you will take you at least 24 to 48 hours for you to transfer funds over and that's your mojo account and you've got to have at least two grand in there mm. but you're just putting in that in there to forget about it so that when like the cat that you didn't get animal pet insurance for needs an operation mm. you've just got that there without um, you know stressing out all of your other accounts and completely mm. depleting them decimating them so because of the way they get you to split it up on a weekly basis you really see it grow pretty quick because you've got two accounts that are being spent from all the time another two accounts that are being added to all the time that you're not really meant to grab from but then also you've got this psychology of knowing that there's two thousand dollars that doesn't belong to anything Mm. just waiting so you're just sitting on this like foundation like this little comfortable foundation Mm. and it can take a little bit to get it going like getting that mojo payment like getting um, if you're starting from scratch, trying to somehow put together $2,000 just for the purpose of putting it aside to not mm-hmm. touch it all can be a little bit <laughs> stressful because you'll mm-hmm. feel it and miss it for, you know, for a little bit. Yeah. But once it's in there, then it just sort of starts coming together. Do we have $2,000 in ours? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> We've got no mojo. Yeah. You know, so, Damn. like, it's been really good for us in that, like, it hasn't got us, like, leaps and bounds ahead or but anything. we don't feel shit and but, we don't punish well, ourselves. Well, we went to Cambodia and then recently we did a little bit of travel, which you can't talk about now, but we'll be able to talk about that in July. Um, and just... You know, so we'll do these things that we don't normally get to do. After we've done them, all of our accounts are completely depleted. Depleted. But it's as simple as like now, 
today, where we are now, starting from scratch again, at least three or four times now have I done this process and it works. So I now I just got to restart that engine again. Yeah. Right, booking work. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, you did. So even though even though we haven't like really progressed very far through the grand plan of where this book is trying to take you and this book is trying to take you to complete financial autonomy. You own your house, you own whatever. It's got big plans. You know. Um, but it has I think if it wasn't for this book today I'd be in a very different mood because I'd be like oh man how did I get here I don't understand any of this I don't know how I got in this situation so I don't even know how I'm going to get out of it EJ said she switched from ANZ to ING yep that's what the barefoot says so you no longer get screwed by miscellaneous fees which is like their coffees I guess well, and also <laughs> ING doesn't have any yeah. um, branches. So yeah. when you're with a really big, well-known bank with lots of buildings and lots of branches, your fees pay for that. Your fees are helping pay the wages of the security mm-hmm. staff and the rent for the, the locations and all that sort of stuff. For the late stuff. <laughs> but ING, and then you'd be like, well, that's that's good though because you can find an ANZ or you can yeah, find a Commonwealth really quickly and go and deposit money but ing just use um post offices so you just mm. go into a post office and you can deposit cash directly there what there yeah and ing have no atm fees that so, you. Yeah, yeah yeah so you get them rebated so if you use any atm even the nasty one in the service station that charges yeah. you eight bucks for a transaction <laughs> at the and end of every of month <laughs> you get it all back it's you're cool like so mad at them when they try and do that can you pass me that charger cable this one yeah Pull them out, pull out a little chargey, bring it over this way, love. Okay. Bring it over, bring it around the back there. Okay, yeah, nice. there we go. Around the back there, love. Oh, you're on top of it, on the ball, mate. Oh, that's fantastic. Well done. Oh, no, just had a little bit of a mishap. There we go. Just gonna Time went that fast, in there. guys. Time did go fast. It's, it did. It's, it's almost card reading time. They were talking about where cannabis is legalised. Are you guys trying to get me to move there? <laughs> Look, we're going to go for decrim here. Decrim's good enough. Well, I don't know. Weed will be legalised, surely, across Australia eventually. Maybe. Mm, don't know, man. You don't think Some so? people I know have got medicinal cannabis. Oh. Mm-hmm. We have to wait for a large quantity of, and I'll miss them, a large quantity of the population to die before that <laughs> that happens. Fucking stoners. Ruining it for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Where else is the UK need to make it legal ASAP and then tax it to support the NHS? Yeah, because the, the cannabis market's like billion dollars, billions of dollars. Mm. $44 billion across the globe. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's a Massive lot of money, money. man. Nice. It's time to get romantic. Should I do your cards first, Adam? Sure. Well, everyone, get your hearts in. Brandon's first one to go. Well done. Haha. Do Adam first. It is the porno music slash card reading section of the show. Whilst we are, I'm just going to read some of these comments while we wait for the hearts to come in. So if you would like a card reading from our resident oracle, (laughs) uh, then please put a heart emoji in the chat. You guys all know what it is before. And while I've got your attention, I forgot to ask you for this up the front of the show. But if you don't ask, it doesn't happen apparently. So I'm happy to wear. 
being the needy person, saying, could you please leave us a like? Could you please subscribe to us? And could you please make sure that you've hit the bell or whatever thing you got to do to receive notifications? All of these things don't just make it easy for us to annoy you. It also makes sure that we annoy the platforms that we're on by letting them know. Guess what? Guess what, mate? People want to watch this and maybe you should help recommend us to some more people that want to watch it too. So if you hit the buttons that let them know that we're hitting your buttons, then more buttons will be hit. Wow. This show wouldn't be the same without you, no. actually. Mm-hmm. I have enjoyed having you as my hype guy. Yeah. It's, it's heaps easier because I don't have to be the hype guy. I can just like sit here and like mm-hmm. shuffle my deck. Yeah. You could practice being hype guy. I know. And maybe you'll overtake Sean then. Yeah. Maybe. Then I don't need him. Yeah. yeah. He'll be upset. When, <laughs> he'll be so upset. I like, am upset. Can't. I'm already upset. Although I have a proposal for the next episode. I think I should sit in the middle. Uh, I actually agree. I agree. A female in the middle. Yeah. Alaska has vote. legalized cannabis. I talked about this already. Sorry. What about Shari? Are did you, you read listening? Shari's comment? Yes. You did? About looking into the barefoot investor? No. Shari says she's been looking into the Barefoot Investor uh, and he also recommends a few other banks, one of them being Me Bank. Me, yeah. me, me, me. Me Bank, yeah. And a U Bank. U Bank is the one that we have our mojo in. Uh, I was looking at their site and if you have a healthcare, uh, etc., it's yeah. completely fee free. That's cool. Well, at least people know what banks to go join up with now. Yeah. Did you hear what we were like saying? I like your banks. What? Did you hear what we were saying? What were you saying? I should be in the middle. You have to sit here next time. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. Adam agrees. Yep. It's you too much masculine energy over yeah. there. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. I need side. to be front and centre. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it's just waiting. No, that's fair. I think it's fair too. I'm happy with that. I am the oracle. I just, I actually, I just didn't want to put you here because I know you like things to stay consistent. I didn't want to mess up your equilibrium by putting you in a different (laughs) chair. I'm the adaptable one. Yes, it's true. Mm. But yeah, I would have felt weird had I been sitting there for the first one, so Uh I actually didn't try and spring that on me. Yeah, you guys just gonna make me make new graphics. That's why. You just do your job for once and mm-hmm. you wouldn't have to rush it on mm-hmm. Monday morning. Mm. All right, I've got Adam's cards here. Okay. This is where you were, where you are, where you're going. All right, Adam, so you're, you're where you were. You're in the co-creation space. Mm. Where were you? Have you been co-creating? This is co-creating. I think so. Because you were like, hey, let's, let's do this thing, and then you're all excited and we're doing this thing together. Co-creation. All right, presently. I love eggs. Yes. Unlimited potential. Is that what it means? Yep. I love it. All right. And there's an owl on a wire, which is pretty cool. This is inverted as well, so it's all about you on the inside. I'm using new cards today. I don't know what they're called, but I got them from EJ in the comments. Everyone say, thanks, EJ. Thanks, EJ. I love them. I've been using them a lot. All right, round and round. Adam got his where he is currently. He's going is round EJ and round. Eliza Jane? It's Essie. Oh, I'm a terrible friend. I've just called her EJ Barrier the whole time. I know she has a name. <laughs> round, and round and round. So... I always associate this card with being on, well, it could be round and round. It depends what it feels like to you. The other day, um, a friend was telling me how she felt like she was in a hamster wheel Mm. with her work-life balance. Well, actually, I agree. Yeah? Since I'm doing five days in a row, 
it's like everything's kind of the same. And it's not. It's not too bad. It's interesting. Conductive to your experience. Yeah. Yeah. So you usually do four days. I usually yeah did four days, and so that would break up the week. Yeah. And so I, I could have a sleep in. I kind of do have that anyway, because I work late on a Thursday, mm-hmm. so I kind of get the morning off. Is you going to keep doing the five? I am. Oh, better. Yes. Dollar, 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 dollar. So you can buy those nice shirts. Exactly. (laughs) And that tech for when the next MacBook comes out. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, there you go. So you're a little bit on the round and round. Yeah. But where you're going is buy the book. Mm. What book? The YYM book. Be here now book? The YYM book. Is it an art book? Yes. Yes. With some words too? Yes. Yes. Ah, cool. Is this really something you're doing? Mm-hmm. How exciting. I've already done one. That was the original one with all the pixels and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I just have, all the files are there and I just haven't put it together yet. It's a lot of work. It is a lot of work. it's editing and exactly. finding publishers. I feel my, my crown chakra is going off right now. I don't know what's going on at all, but it's, it's like... talking about your book. It's crazy. How do you feel? feel I feel good. It's just buzzing. Maybe it's the DMT over there. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we don't have that. (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm acting. It's vibing. All right. Well, that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. Yeah. Buy the book, man. So you need to sell the book for us to buy the book. He's going to be the book. Mm. He is the book. Well, we need to buy the book. But isn't that like going by the book? Like, going, like... Yeah. Aligning to... What practice I would like to do or kind of like the process well the rules going uh, by the well I wouldn't say that for you I would say you're a bit more of an out of the box thinker yeah. uh, you wouldn't follow necessarily the book that everyone else talks about yeah so the book is by definition your book yeah which I think is way cooler than everyone else's book cool mm. very nice thanks Neeks you're welcome <laughs> can I do your cards yes no one does my cards. Go nuts, man. Let's do it. Let's do it. Sorry, guys. Sorry, Brandon. You'll have to wait. I'm busy being carded. <laughs> Where did Sean go? Uh, probably to pee. Pee. You He'll get come back. Thank you. These ones are so cool. Have you seen what it says on there? Yeah. What was it? Ask and know. Ask and know. Exactly. I like these cards because they're quite directive. Observer. Mm, yes. Very much so. Never ending story. Oh. I think you may have to interpret these. I'm not too sure. <laughs> really? Mm. Well, for me, these are all internal, so they're all about me. Yep. They do have numbers on them, but I've been ignoring these numbers while I get used to these cards. Mm. And so if I have that this is the past, the present, and the future mm. for me... I am very much a observer of everything and I sit there yeah. and I think about it a lot like my daughter. I'll sit there and I'll just like watch and wait before I'm like ready mm. to consider. Although I can be mouthy and spout things I don't know much about. <laughs> <laughs> Which is probably part of my never-ending story. There is actually a little bit of... I've been trying to... I don't know how, how to explain it and I've been trying to let my past of my like story and experience influence the way that I live now but Mm. trying not to play the victim Mm. 
because I don't want people to, and I don't want to be the victim. I'm not the victim of my story. I'm actually the hero of my story, which is what yeah. this year is all about for me. Um, and so there's been part of me that's been a little bit like, I think it's time to not use the past and the trauma I've experienced to guide my story in the future. Not necessarily that I have to forget that, but that I have to integrate that and rather than being... You're doing that anyway, aren't you? Yeah, and I think it's, that's just an ongoing process. Yeah. It's a never-ending story. It is. It's fucked up. So what do you want your story to be like? It's going to be glorious. Actually, glorious. On the, we did um, with my friend Samara, for, who, who's in here sometimes. Hey, Samara. Hey, Samara. Are you there? She's here. Oh, she's got uni today. Oh, okay. I think. Yeah. Um, we did a full moon ceremony thing where Beautiful. I'd never done one before. She was like, I uh, uh, we looking after her son anyway. And then she came over in the evening and we sat together and we wrote out our intentions for our lives. Yeah. Essentially. And one of the hardest things to get used to is wanting success, mm. but not allowed to corrupt who you are. Mm. Because, like we were talking about with money, money and power is easily corruptive mm. in the same way that, like, using a particular drug, if you become too addicted, it can change your morals and values without you even realizing. Yeah. Money is the same. Mm. Any Anything that we do is the same. It can warp and devalue who you are as a person. And so how do you reach and strive for success but allow the... To be humble, yeah, that's yeah. right. But so the time to go one is a little bit of like my victimization of myself. It's time to go. Yeah. Thanks, Adam. Well, what's oh, man. so you're replacing the victim with the glory? Yes, and I use the word glory a lot lately. Mm. Of course, I use it glorious and glory. Glory <laughs> I don't hole. Know why? Glory hole. Sean's favorite. <laughs> Love <Loves> it. <laughs> He's gone. <laughs> Ask him all about them. I will. Yeah. I'm make one. Yes. Yeah. Spice it up, you know. Matt's made a glory hole before what? for art. Really? It was like these uh, perspex boxes that had holes in them. So I'll show you a see-through glory hole. Yeah. Glorious. Glorious. We're just talking about your love of glory holes, and that Matt has actually made a see-through glory hole box. Ooh. For yeah. art. I think you need it. I um, mm-hmm. I've lost interest in the glory hole. What? Oh wow! Well, I was just it. getting ready. <laughs> Have you? I don't, I, I'm a, sure if I created one, he'd be like, "It's still a <laughs> I'll do it. It's still on the bucket list, but um, look, it's uh, easy. You could do it right here. You could put a. I anyway. I just got. <laughs> you could uh, get a curtain, make a hole in it. Just put a hole yeah, in that side. sliding door. Yeah. Just punch a hole in it. Yeah. <laughs> right in the center of that mandala. I have to step on a few bricks to, <laughs> to do it. But yeah, no, I don't know. I think I think um, I think the glory hole was more of a um, thing that I was interested in because there there was some you you and I have always like had a, an, had an explorative. Evolving um, sex life, but forced into it. Really. It's taken us time to find the comfortability to like share our sexual thoughts with each other. Mm. So I think I, I think I had a bit more like sexual secrecy, sexual guardedness, and the, therefore the glory hole was like more of an exciting 
thing, but I think I've traded the 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 play. I don't know. I think I've, my interest in a glory hole has been replaced With by holes? by enjoying the glory <laughs> of your hole. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I think that's more you know, romantic. I have more glory for the with holes. your holes, thus no longer needing glory a holes. glory hole. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. I think he's just saying it for the podcast. I'm pretty sure. He's like, wait till we get that glory hole going later. <laughs> I don't know. It's been pretty glorious. <laughs> pretty glorious. Yeah, you're pretty happy about your life, aren't you? It's going well. Uh, <laughs> it's going well. It's going well. We'll have to have an all-sex podcast. Mm, yeah. It'd be interesting, wouldn't it? We would just all have sex. <laughs> I think that's called porn. Mm. Mm. Yes. I don't know. We'd get heaps of views, guys. We would. It'd be great. Only fucks. <laughs> hey, fucks. <laughs> hey, Brandon. Hope you're still listening. Are you there? I know that sometimes you wander off. I'm waiting. I'm giving you time to run back. Run, Brandon. Hello, hello, hello. Run, Brandon. All right, Brandon. Is there any Brandon out there? The camera's further away today, so I have to lean in. Right on. Here we go. I missed having um, camera card, card cam. cam. Card cam was fun. Do you remember card cam? Hmm. When you had it once or twice. It was only a few times. <laughs> I do um, remember it. You got the never-ending story. So, depending on how you're feeling in your life, you may be finding that you're telling the same story to yourself about something over and over and over again. And while you might like that story, other people might not. And sometimes it's really important for us to have a look into, like, like... So we had this friend once who was having all of these horrible experiences with their friends and their friends always just disappeared and didn't enjoy spending time with them anymore. And the more we spent time with this person, the more we realised that it wasn't actually the other people, but it was the friend who we thought it was... It was them. And so often when we feel like everyone's at us, we can feel a little victimised in our own little never-ending story... But we're not... And, and so everyone else is attacking us and it's because we're refusing to look at our own bullshit. Don't be so quick to assume that everybody else doesn't make sense. Yes. Don't be careful putting yourself in a category where you start believing you're the only one that does. Knows. Yes. Yeah. And so this is kind of what I was talking about for myself as well. Like, I can be very um, absolute and I cannot sometimes wrap my head around other people's belief systems and stuff and so I I constantly am having to remind myself that just because I think a certain way does not mean everyone else will and it Mm. can actually cause some real chaos. Let's never think about that. I wonder what would happen if we all thought the same thing. I'd be so boring. But what would happen? Like, Would it be robotic? No, you can't. It would be robotic. We would be... Like, because everyone's like, wouldn't it just be great if we all just came to the same conclusions? Mm. But I don't want to talk to myself all day long. Exactly. Like, I, the reason that we have another person here is because we need different perspectives and mm. we know that that's important. Yep. Yeah, well, we st- I started realising, especially when we were starting to talk about sensitive stuff, that you, you, you and I are from the same page. So um, we're not so much from the same page, but, like, a lot of the things we talk about on here even though we try to sometimes put things aside and save them for this, we've already gone over our opinions on some of this stuff. And it so it seem repetitive. As well, I'm just aware of the fact that, like, we, between the two of us, could be a bit stuck up our own ass. Mm. So. It's important to know that. Because, mm. look, we're sick and you should all just be like us. 
I obviously... Kira, I am so sorry. I know I completely didn't write back to your message, um, but here it is. Ha! You are two in the cycle of the round and round. So, being in the round and round, right, is like being in the little hamster wheel and you're just going around and around. Kind of like my logo. Just going around and around and around, right? And one of the things... And the most difficult part of these cycles is finding the spot to jump out at. Because even the hamsters get to jump out of the wheel. Mm-hmm. So it's all about you jumping outside of the wheel. And as you can see on this card, it doesn't continue to go round and round. So there's actually an out. There's a little out bit there. And it's a matter of picking your spot to get out. Um, one of the things that I have been trying to practice, because I have had a little bit more of a pessimistic mindset over the last couple of months... And so one of the things I'm trying, I've been trying to do, and I found this Abraham Hicks lady who speaks about when, you know, when you wake up in the morning and you get that like, ah, it's a new day. Mm. And then something happens and you Mm. look on Facebook and some dickhead's written something stupid and you're like, what? What is wrong? Why are you doing this? Same day. Same day. It's the same day. I just had, I just woke up feeling good. And so instead of doing something like that, she talks of like, going through an alphabet and so going through an alphabet and using a word a like a word for each letter of the alphabet that reminds you of gratefulness so like a abundance b beauty yeah you've ruined my mic situation mate working on it working on it um yeah and so uh you try and when you wake up with that feeling in the morning she talks about trying to stretch out the gratitude as far as you possibly can so um thinking of abundance when did you feel abundant last and so whether that might be i felt abundance when i watched my kids in the park play or i felt abundant when i sat in a cafe and we had a moment of clarity and clearness and trying to use those and then you go to b and see how far you can get Mm -hmm. that helps you jump out of the circle in the round and rounds it really does Mm -hmm. it's about gratefulness and the having gratefulness changes the way your brain works just before we end that Mm. um uh abraham abraham hicks (laughs) is amazing yes but who else is amazing is Mm. a man called neville goddard neville goddard who i would highly recommend everyone look at he's got many lectures on youtube and many books about the law of attraction oh cool Mm -hmm. all right very cool i'm gonna have to listen to some of him too that'd be cool well i found google it so recently i can't again can't really talk about it but i recently went through an experience that didn't end necessarily where in my head i had hoped it was going to end Hmm. it ended sooner sooner um than i expected sooner than you manifested and so to in so in this situation i was like really trying to manifest a certain state of mind and like you know I, it was a high pressure high pressure situation and so i had to like try and be good to myself and not be pessimistic and whatever and so i always try and find a way to simplify it for myself as much as i can so instead of necessarily trying to manifest these specific mm. outcomes that i was i just kept manifesting in my head and repeating to myself especially if i started to get worried mm. um, um, uh, that you, I am exactly where I'm meant to be. Mm. I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. And then as soon as in my head it would start saying, what about if this happens or what about if that happens, I would respond to that by saying, but you don't have to worry about why. Mm. 
I'm exactly where I'm meant to be. Doesn't matter. Don't worry about why, which I think freed me from being bound to any of the specific results having to maintain this idea that, like, regardless of the result, even if it's not the one you wanted, Mm. you're exactly where you're meant to be. And you don't have to worry about it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. What did they... Um, what Which did... actually helped me get through... The pain. A lot easier. Mm. What was it that um, Vision said to Scarlet Witch in that episode about love? Oh, yeah. He was, he, was, he was talking about grief and the loss of grief. And I'd heard a similar thing to this before. I think it was in the movie Mother with um, Jennifer Lawrence and whatever his the name is. The guy that looks like Gerard Butler, but isn't Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Darren Aronofsky film. Anyway, he was, in Vision, was talking about, like, what is, like, I've heard the concept before about, like, when people die and people are grieving someone that has passed, we trick ourselves into thinking that it's sadness for the person that passed. Like, oh, man, if the person that had passed was here right now, that he's so upset about being dead. <laughs> it's like, no, they don't. It's like, I'm not, a, I'm not upset because I'm going to miss them. I'm upset. I'm upset because they're of, sad that they're of dead. their result, that then they're, as far as I can tell, not around to have to, like, feel around for anymore. And so... Uh, this idea that like when you're upset at somebody's passing you're not upset for them they're free you're upset for yourself for being Mm -hmm. left behind Mm -hmm. and then vision the other day got it even better and was saying like what is grief if not love persevering it's the pain of a love Mm -hmm. that is now being carried by one person not two persevering death isn't it yeah Mm -hmm. Watch Wonder Vision. Real good show. Have yeah, you watched it? Yeah, it's great. Never heard of it. Oh, my oh, God. Oh, you would Anna. love it. You would love it. Yeah. I'm cool. going to nag you every day until you watch it. I'm <laughs> yeah, going to yeah. have you watch it. Yeah, have you guys seen the Spice Girls movie? Yes. Um, <laughs> what? So many people that I work with haven't. I know. Spice World? Spice World. Yeah. 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 I saw it when it's it came like out. It's got like adverts in it as well. It's yeah. like Impulse and stuff, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> like, shh. Dun, 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 yeah. dun, 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 Do you want to talk dun. about the Spice Girls? I don't know maybe? why I brought that up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because I didn't know the whatever you guys are talking about. And so many people who I work with have never seen it. These people were like 19 or something. What? Oh, I ah. guess they So it's young. a whole different generation. It's yeah. weird when you say that. And stuff. I've told them to watch it and they haven't. Because they've looked it up, Adam. Well, it's good. Should we all watch it together? We should, yes. <laughs> I, don't really I saw it at the, the outdoor cinema a few years ago. It was really good. Did they have it on? Yeah. Isn't that, like, really old now? Yeah, but they play old stuff. Yeah, true. Mm. Maybe we should take the kids to see Spice World. They'd be upset. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do they Shari. They have skateboards in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Shari. You got the higher power card. This card is actually so pretty. Um, mm. I don't know if you can see because the lighting's not great, but it's a very pastel card, and it's got this lady, and in the middle of her forehead she has a key. She also has, like, looks like branches with fairy lights on them in her head. Um, But in her centre, she has a face. So this is all about your instincts and following your intuition and gut feelings and taking intuitive hits and using the intuitive hits to power yourself forward to using your intuition for more things. Mm -hmm. And so I think what that's sort of saying is, like, a lot of... And this is Abraham Hicks taught me just the other day i've been telling everyone our society has tricked us into thinking that feelings come last 
but thinking comes first. But we've been so convoluted and tricked into thinking that our thoughts are all we are that we forget, we forget about feeling, which causes only more anxiety. And so when we're actually practicing out of feeling, the more we practice out of feeling, the more able we are to actually assess who we are and how we are in the world because our thoughts aren't always accurate. Mm. And so we've got it backwards. And so now that our thoughts are so chaotic, we can't possibly listen to our emotions because we're so dysregulated that we can't possibly think straight. And so the power of feeling your intuition and actually following your instincts is a really foreign concept because we're told so much that you're not to listen to your gut Mm. because it's wrong, Mm -hmm. but it's not. Mm-hmm. Just think about that one. Well, it's almost a little bit of the internal mechanism. This is, okay, so this is good because this kind of proves what I've been trying to articulate for a while is that masculine and feminine aren't necessarily gender-based yeah. traits that the that you have. You have a uh, placement, displacement. Every individual human has a has a, um, uh, a, a a variance of the increment of their internal masculine and feminine. Mm-hmm. And I would say that also masculine and feminine sometimes gets lumped down into the categories of chaos and order, and yep. that the feminine is chaos, not because like that's it's not a derogatory <laughs> no. thing, or it just means that like, like chaos is something that's never been before and it's feminine to birth things into existence right but it's also masculine and orderly to maintain that to have a process of 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 like shrinking things down into a logical assignable succinct kind of descriptive way Mm -hmm. um and Emotions, I believe, are feminine, and I believe thinking is more masculine. And there is a um, there's like a inconsistency between the two of them. So you're not always emotionally reacting to your thoughts, but you're also not also thoughtfully reacting to your emotions. Yeah. So it's kind of like chicken egg sort of thing. Sometimes you are like trying to logically process emotions that happened on their own yeah and then other times you are trying to emotionally tend with thoughts that happened on their own yes you know so it depends on which one comes first sometimes you're trying to thoughtfully like um put into order something that so you may have you never differ- felt before. Mm-hmm. So how do you differentiate between that and how do you calm them? I think that's where meditation is really important. That's mm-hmm. where putting yourself into a situation where you give yourself time mm-hmm. before you decide how you feel about what you felt or before you react to how you felt about what you thought. Okay. And so just expend any any practice that you have in lengthening out the amount of time you have before you have to act on or decide or... Mm-hmm. Yeah? Mm. That's what I think. And so... A lot. I talk a lot about um, intuition and instincts, and especially for like I don't. I don't speak for the men. I speak for the the ladies. Um, I even talked to two teenage girls the other day because they came back here after a party, and they were talking to me about how you know they things happen to them, and um, 
adults tell them, don't be stupid. Mm. Like, synchronicities, you know, I love the synchronicities mm. in life. And they, these teenage girls that I was talking to were like all into this. They love the tarot and the energies. And one of them was telling me that her chemistry teacher at high school, that she's still at, um, taught her about human energy exchanges mm. and how to use that and how to manifest. And she passed like a test that she never studied for using wow. manifestation. And since then, she's been trying to more get and tap into it. But the adults in her life are telling her that it's a load of crap. Mm. And that's how we grow up. And, and that's how I got disguided from my spirit or soul or whatever you want to call it, because so many people were telling me I was wrong. Mm. And we, I listened to them. And so we can easily push down our instincts and intuitions. Who's reading are we up to? We're up to Red Wolf. We're up to Red Wolf. All right, all right. that's sorry, okay. Sorry. We've only got a few after that anyway, so we're a little bit over time, but we're, we're doing all right. We're doing all right. We're People doing all right. <laughs> Some conversations are just done when It's always a theme. It's always a theme. <laughs> all right. Red Wolf. Red Wolf. You got the never-ending story. Maybe you just need to watch that movie, didn't uh, I? Okay, so this is cards come up three times today already. So... The never-ending story. What story are you telling yourself that you keep listening to? Perhaps this is about how you feel about yourself as a person, how you feel about your own looks, how you feel about your current situation or environment. Um, Similar to what I was saying before, think about the stories that you're telling yourself that may be influencing you or the stories that you've been told in your past that you continue to hold on to that will no longer serve you. Or are you a story that never ends full of multiple stories? And if so, which book are you on right now? And which which part of the way through it are you? Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes. All right, EJ. In your own anthology. EJ's turn. I'm going to do this. <laughs> Oh, this is fitting. You're doing a reading for EJ with cards from EJ. I know. Mm. I know. Mm-hmm. All righty. A lot of pressure. Speaking of abundance, you are abundant in cards I now. Am. Well, before... You have card abundance. I have cards coming out of my You've cards. got choices now. Ooh. All right. I haven't seen this one yet. Mm. I love these cards because there's the pictures on them. They're so cute. Oh, polar bears. So perhaps you're looking for a little leg up. This might actually be a leg up in something that you're trying to do with yourself at the moment. So how and who is going to give you this leg up and how do you look for the person with the leg up? Who's going to help you? I'm going to do your second card just for this real quick because I feel like there's a who involved here. Mm-hmm. It's a who's. somebody who's a thinker all right so you need to look for the thinker who's the thinker that's going to give you the leg up feel free to let me know in messages later on but there's something that you're needing help with and you can't do it without the thinker well you could do it without the thinker it's just going to be easier with the thinker sometimes you need more than one head or two all right, who's next? Avril. All right. Avril also said, I, uh, referring to an earlier conversation, Jeez. is that hemp is all around very useful plant. Some of the uses include paper, rope, textiles, clothing, biodegradable plastics, paint, insulation, uh, biofuel, food, and animal feed. Yes, mm-hmm. so much. Bloody um, amazing. It is bloody amazing, and it's so strange that we're not using that as a sustainable resource. Yes. Yeah, Essie Judith is her name, EJ. Oh, cool. Essie Judith. Thanks, EJ. 
I wonder if I can just call it EJ forever though. It's a gradual process we go through of, of slowly knowing our viewers more mm. over time. All right. Avril, it's time to go. All right, so this might not necessarily be something to do with you. I feel like that this might be a person or persons or relationship in your life. Um, it's time to cut the ties with whoever that person is. But as you can see in this card, there is another door. So in one, in, in closing one door on one person or peoples in your life opens another and space for other people, which is true. We get stuck on this idea that just because we're in relationships and friendships with people that we have to stay that way. And over the years, I've guilted myself massively for the relationships that I've slowly phased out of, mm. like the friendships, the good friendships that I had. And I used to punish myself for that because I thought something went wrong. But it's not that they went wrong. It's just that we grew out of who we needed at the time. And we needed those people at that time. Doesn't necessarily mean anything had to be wrong. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. All right, Brittany Whitty. Brittany Whitty. Brittany Whitty. Also, what's with my wonky logo? It's not fully emerged. Oh, that's just because, um, look, we just needed a little bit more space for, oh dear, we needed more space for, oh no, we needed to have a bit more space for, hang on, we needed that. oh never mind, don't worry about it. Oh, <laughs> all right. Brittany See, look, Whitty. it's because it just needed more room for... Because before it was here. <laughs> I think that looks better. <laughs> That's where it was. It's definitely better. <laughs> I feel so focused. Right? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So you got the TikTok. So you've got... I've never pulled this card before. So this is talking about time. What are you doing that is time sensitive right now? I'm going to pull you a second card because I want to know. Time is art. Time is. Time is. It's an illusion almost. We, I had, it took me almost the whole year to get out of the um, nine to three mindset with the kids. Mm. Thinking that like I had to stick to that same schedule I'd stuck to for 15 years with Tosh suddenly it wasn't there but I was still running my life by it it was really interesting and mm -hmm. so now I've like been like well dinner is whenever I want and like school is whenever I want and study is whenever I want and I can what do you mean I can work whenever I want dinner alright let's see what TikToking is let's see where your TikTok's coming from TikTok? yeah this card I oh, just yeah. want to know what we're talking about here um, this happened to me the other week and I was like there's more to this there you go. And then I messaged. What? I was just waiting. I just knew that was going to be your card. <laughs> All right. TikTok. All right. So this isn't helping me, but I'm sure it's going to help you. So you know what this TikTok is about. You know where the time is up and where this time is sensitive. Try and get this closer. So this card is talking about you know, you really know what you want to know. Like the answers aren't externalized. You don't need to ask anyone else because you know the answer. Feel free to message me about that and tell if you like. Anyone else? That's it. That's it. I did it. We did it. Woo. Got through it, mate. Second, how do you feel after your second episode? I feel really caffeinated. Do you? <laughs> yeah, that wasn't your chakra. <laughs> that was caffeine. No, that's still going. I don't usually feel this weird thing in the top of my head. Does but, it feel uh, like it's got a hole in it and there's air? It's like buzzing. <sighs> Open your crown chakras, guys. How do we do that? You just do it. Watch it spin. Have you had that? 
You literally, Third. you just have to visualize it, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you just feel into the area. Have you ever had a third eye thing happen? Mm-hmm. Did it feel like someone's pushing on your forehead? Like, it feels like it's spinning. Mm. A circle is spinning and energy is moving through it. Do you get sometimes spins? Like, feel like you're spinning? Uh, when I'm laying down meditating? Yeah. It's like, yeah, totally. There's no up. Mm. Yeah, it's interesting. Oh, there's a lot more questions in here than I... Do, 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 do. Where are we going? Thanks for coming, everyone. We'll Thank see you Monday you. next week. So grateful. Yeah, it's good fun. Hemp grows like a weed. It's a wonderful part we don't make full use of. I know. Thank you so much. I think I do know the TikToking in my life, but I'm glad I made the time to be here. Mm. Yeah, because now you can be like, Tiktok. I know. Done. Yeah, Avril knows. It's time for us about. to go. <laughs> Thank you for being with us again, Adam. Will you be back next week? I will be indeed Yay. if you'll have me. Yep. All right. Let's do it. It's heaps fun. I'll be sitting in the middle. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Mm. Cool. I got more graphics to make. I'll probably make them at 10 to 10 next week. They're the best ones. They're the best ones. That's the one I do you my best use work. use all your time. Under pressure. Exactly. Yeah. She's like, hey guys. Oh, bit, bit, boo. Oh, you get so weedy. All right, boys and girls and everybody else, please uh, don't really have to do anything. I've already asked you for too much as it is, really. Not yeah. really. It's not. There is no shame in asking. There is never mm-hmm. any shame. Yeah. So if you could do us the big, biggest favour, leave us a like, uh, leave us a comment, and uh, we will do our best to get back to you. We always do. We'll see you guys in the next one. That is it for Hey Dimu. We'll see you don't same time next week. 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 When he's like...